Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99. At participating U.S. restaurants, price may vary. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, myself, Tommy Dreamer, and Mickey James talk about the big breakup with Toxic Attraction on NXT last night. Gigi and JC Splitsville. We talk about it right here on the Busted Open Podcast. Also, things get a little campy with Bailey. What's my opinion on it? We talk about it on the podcast. Also, we get Mickey's take and Tommy's take of Cody and Paul Heyman from Monday Night Raw. Also, I have a very peculiar power rankings. You'll have to find out what it is right now on the Busted Open Podcast. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Looking for a new show to dive into? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like the full season of FX's epic limited series Shogun. FX's new international spy thriller The Veil starring Emmy and Golden Globe winner Elizabeth Moss. And don't miss the all-new crime series Under the Bridge. Inspired by shocking true events and starring Riley Keough and Lily Gladstone. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash bustedopen. That's mintmobile.com slash bustedopen. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash bustedopen. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. 
Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Toxic Attraction breaks up. And, and Mickey, I've been loving Toxic Attraction. I think they've dominated... NXT's women's division, obviously everything that happened with Mandy Rose and then Mandy Rose being gone from the WWE, but now Gigi and JC are now broken up. And man, did they do that in violent fashion last night? I think all in all, great performance by Gigi and JC last night. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I don't know. Are you surprised, David? Because I felt like I could feel the writing on the wall when they started to even the last sit down that they did um, where they were like it, uh, about winning that championship, about my championship. And then it was like, oh, no, no, we, we, we. Um, but yeah, the ter- and it was cool to see it in the ding and the ding dong. Hello segment. It was cool to see Bailey back. I thought she did like looked awesome. And it was a, it was definitely really cool. But I, you know. I think everybody's devastated, but I think we were all wondering what's going to happen with toxic attraction now that Mandy was gone. And there was a lot of speculation. Are we going to get another new third member? What's is there tension in the ranks? And, you know, it's a selfish business, David. I, I, I understand teams that. don't work. In, I have no friends. I, I have a hard time making teammates. Tommy's my teammate. Never turn on you. Thanks. Thanks. What did you think of it, Tommy, last night, the breakup? Uh, I thought it was a violent breakup to the point where oof, that second kick. Boot to the think, face through the door. Oof. I think she was supposed to go through the door. And I think the door said, I don't think so. And then trying to push you through that door via a kick to your face was uh, that would be one of those where. I would either contemplate I have to get up and beat you up right then and there, and then you cut me off and throw me through that door. Mm-hmm. That would be a real slow burn for me. And I know this is a, a different industry, but that would definitely be one of these. Mm, like Right. But then there's also, you know, when Bully and I were feuding, a uh, different type of feud as opposed to refuting now, uh, I mean, that those scars on the back of the, his head were created by me. And when you're wrestling with somebody that you uh, are friends with, it's just like, lay it in, apologize later. Yeah. Um, so you don't know the situation. It was just my favorite part of it was uh, Gigi crying. Yeah. And it, it showed for every great baby face weakness and like mm-hmm. vulnerability and a human side to if you're, yeah, we have all been turned on by people we thought were friends. We've all been turned on by family members, 
and you do cry and you do show emotion and she showed it last night like your world just caved in uh yeah. it, it's a breakup your best and, friend just turned their back on you right yep. and, and i think themselves. we've all had that happen to us that's called life and a lot of times in wrestling they go that route me personally i would have loved to seen them continue to be a tag team and then it because of the situation that happened uh and like uh last night you saw and she will always trend mandy rose whenever it, it's another way to totally wipe away mandy rose because if you don't have toxic attraction together people are not going to be talking about mandy rose in the sense of man this group without her though i thought the women did amazing on their own mm-hmm. and if i'm looking at a way to get up on the main roster. I have an, I had an established tag team that could go after the women's tag titles on, you know, raw SmackDown. Obviously that's not the case. Mm-hmm. So then break them up. Right. Right. But it was, it was brutal. It was a violent, uh, did not like when, you know, the bad guy is kicking the good guy. And then the fans start chanting for JC. Right. It's uh, that's well, I kind of the only thing that I kind of cringed on was the kick. And I was like, well, um, it's a shame the door didn't go through. Sometimes those super kicks to faces can be a little cringy there, Mickey James. (laughs) You know. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Sorry. Shooting on my tag team partner right there. <laughs> but, you know, like they did, you said something interesting, Mickey, and you said you said that, well, you saw it coming. And obviously we saw it coming in. I think I would have predicted last night that by the end of that segment that they were going to break up. But mm-hmm. they did. And I give a lot of credit to Gigi and JC here. They hooked me when they said, you know what? We can go after the NXT tag team chips or. We can go after the WWE Women Tag Team Champions in damage control. When they said that, they brought me right back in. And for a second there, I thought, you know what? Maybe they're going to stay together. They they actually did hook me last night. Yeah. Yeah. I was interesting, too, because I wasn't for sure. Well, in my mind, I go like, oh, I think I almost assumed that Gigi would be the one to turn on JC and I kind of really love it this way actually because I do think Gigi's going to be a great baby face because just like Tommy said on the crying on the out and her selling and just like the people genuinely want to get behind her and then when I see JC I mean JC's such a great heel anyway and I thought Gigi was a great heel but I just think that the people are really going to get behind Gigi and she's a very fiery kind of different type of baby face but also very marketable for NXT in that sense. I agree with Mickey. Um, I look at, and I always kind of go for, what do I have? Um, I have Roxanne Perez. She Mm -hmm. is my potential Mickey James within NXT, how she does things, how she sells. And then I look at Gigi and I say, this is a baby face that I feel has always been underutilized. We're seeing her now, Ruby. Um, Mm -hmm. Gigi Mm -hmm. has that appeal to people and and I think she could be a massive star as a baby face, uh, love her work. And JC will be one hell of a bitch. 
And yeah. we'll see where she goes with that. It's a very, very crowded field down in NXT with within the women's division. And mm-hmm. everyone is trying to find their niche. And, and to the point where I'm like, they need to start calling up some people. Because, I mean, it was it was another solid show last night from NXT and, and a solid uh, show on Saturday. Um, but if you look at, like, they have a lot of women that are really, really performing to mm-hmm. a high level. So it's like, all right. But then it goes to business-wise, like, okay, so we need to find so many spots on television or we need to start calling these people up then who do we start getting rid of on the main roster? So it's, it, it's that, and they won't do it because WrestleMania is coming up. So it's yeah. a, it's a hard thing to do because you don't want any negativity going towards WrestleMania. Yeah. Yeah. It was a very, like there was a lot of women representation on the show last night. So I was happy to see that. It was cool. Um, but there is, when you say that there's, there's just so many people in NXT all together, you know, like, um, you know, with the amount of women that they have down there, they honestly could do a women's show, like women kind of led program with just the women that they have down there, even with, uh, there's just a lot of talent down there, a lot. And a lot that hasn't even, we haven't even seen yet. And some new people that just aren't ready. Like, I hope, I hope that, the, you know what I mean? Like the, so there's some new talent that are probably coming in as like professional athletes and stuff. And you kind of want to wait until they're ready. So they make the best performance, but. There's a ton of people down there. I think the raw after mania, which is yeah. kind of like the restart for the company. A couple of people should be called up. I and mean, then you'll see some new faces, right? When we had Sean on Sean, you know, Bubba put over Zoe uh, Stark. Yeah. He was like, she should be on the main roster, you know, mm-hmm. and it's not talking negatively towards NXT, but it's just like, she's ready. Yeah. And if that's what they are, they're the developmental system to develop, to go to TV. Mm-hmm. Um, I also want to uh, promote a shirt for Zoe Stark. Oh, you got Stark, one? I'm a Stark Mark. You are a Stark Mark. I like Zoe Starks a lot. But that's the Very shirt, a Stark Mark. <laughs> and it takes, it takes away the negativity of the term Mark. Right. Makes it a, a Stark Mark. I would I buy that, that shirt. I would buy that shirt. Yeah. Hit her up right now. <laughs> I also I also feel like Braun Breaker is somebody that's going to be moved up to the main roster probably as you said Tommy the day after uh WrestleMania because they have stand and deliver WrestleMania weekend um and I think that 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 Monday night raw you're going to see Braun Breaker um also you guys or, mentioned vet- oh go ahead uh, Grayson Waller Grayson Waller's another one though I do I'm I- looking at it I pair Grayson Waller with the Miz and then when we, the best part about a turn, there's two best parts about a turn where they're either completely out of nowhere or you tease it, tease it, tease it. And like Mickey said, I knew it was coming, but guess what? You don't know when. Mm-hmm. And that's the moment like, you know, you, you've seen classic, you know, tag teams. You've seen people break up. I mean, you think about when Marty and Sean broke up, which last night was a very reminiscent of what uh with the barbershop window and all that stuff um they they were losing there was a little bit of like um misdirection in some of their matches there was a little bit of like hmm where were you bro mm-hmm. those are things i mean but the saddest part about this you know um it's a real it was a really really popular group and they all did their jobs 
uh, and it was over and the unfortunate situation that, you know, Mandy got let go, but now it's, it's sink or swim. And, you know, I, I'm talking from experience, you know, I had Beulah as my partner for a long time and it's, it's a security blanket. And then when she was gone, I was like, Hmm, where do I go? Or, cause I told you, I used to back build my matches for when Beulah would get involved. Cause I know they would get the biggest, you know, she would get the biggest pop. And then it's like, okay, so now what are you on your own? And there was a little bit for me, a little bit of a, I don't want to say a down period, but like a reestablishing myself. And like, mm-hmm. I wasn't like main feuding. And then once I realized like, okay, well, it's sink or swim for you. So you got to keep on swimming. And then, you know, it was, I was back to normal for both women. It's different now than it was then because you're going to be thrust in a feud that's on television. And, but I, like I said, I think both women will shine. Um, and you're, you're positioned greatly within NXT. But I mean, you know, like yeah. when I was also saying Mickey, where you talk about, you know, Cora Jade, when she just turned, it wasn't too long ago, but mm-hmm. it was her and Roxy. I'm sorry, Roxanne Perez. So it's like, where do I fit with all these, you know, women? And, and it's a hard thing to balance. It really is. Sorry yeah. for you writers down there, because it's a, it's a hard balance to have. Because again, it's only, it's a two hour show. Unless it is too. I'm of sure Wednesdays. their job of Wednesdays is very difficult. Day. Yeah. Continue, Mickey. <laughs> no, I was going to say they I, I um, I, I don't I, I feel bad for the writers because I'm sure it's a lot between all the talent that's down there and everybody wants to be on television and, you know, there's just not. So it is hard. But, you know, sometimes those resets are really good because what I, I didn't even think about that part of it when you said that. Mandy Rose trends every time toxic attraction is on television. So it is a way to kind of get the focus off of Mandy and on the two on, you know, Gigi and JC separately. And then if Mandy ever comes back or whatever, or toxic attraction comes back together, maybe they'll get a big pop. It'll get, it'll be, it'll still be awesome if they come back together at some point, but I'm really excited for them because in a reset, I think that you have a chance to reestablish and you can feud. They can do more single stuff, um, obviously, and show what they can do in that. Because I, I feel like JC, we have seen in more single stuff, but Gigi, we haven't. Because she's pretty much been aligned in that tag team, right? Since the day she, since she yep. pretty much debuted. There was one thing on that show last night that I, I, I got to be honest, I wasn't a big fan of. And that was Bailey. And I love Bailey. I actually love the ding dong. Hello. I love that Hello. segment that she used to have before, you know, before her big comeback. And it was a disconnect for me last night. I thought, and and as she always is in those segments, very over the top, very campy. And she definitely was that last night, but from the breakup of something that we're all emotionally invested in with toxic attraction and with Gigi and JC, I just didn't think it was the right place for that to happen. She was like, I don't know. It was just too campy for me. And the violence of what we saw with JC on Gigi, I just thought it was a disconnect. You thought it was a disconnect because the segments didn't match or because Bailey's segment is more comedic and this was a serious segment or yes. Yes to both those things. I thought like 
Bailey in that segment is always over the top and campy, and she definitely was last night. Um, and I think it kind of took away from the segment for me a little bit. Now, at the end of the day, I guess it doesn't really matter because as you guys always tell me, they only always remember the finish. And right. the finish is what matters, and it's the finish that we've been talking about so far this morning. I just felt like Bailey's character and that segment wasn't a good fit for what we saw between Gigi and JC. Right. I can I can see that, like I guess, but I don't think that was on a that was on Bailey. I mean, that's Bailey's segment. That's how she does her show. That is the show. And if you're trying to get the reaction of having a star like Bailey back on NXT, it's in, you know, it's close. So she can just kind of pop on. And I thought she did a fantastic job. Maybe that segment would have been better with what? A a Roxanne Perez, you think? Or somebody else? Because she did a backstage. Yeah. I don't know. With anybody, actually. There are a lot of characters and personalities on NXT that are campy and fun as well. I just felt something so significant in a moment that was very significant, especially in this story that is toxic attraction because now they're splitting up. And you guys did a great job in the last hour talking about how that safety net that they've had, that's now that's now over with. This is a significant moment. I didn't think it was the right fit. So maybe this isn't a knock on Bailey or the segment, but I didn't feel like this should have been on a segment like, you know, right. What we saw last night. So then what kind of segment would you have put this breakup in? More of a serious sit down backstage? Yeah, I think like even, you know, this might have been even something with Shawn Michaels where, you know, it's a sit down with Shawn Michaels. And and how great would that have been? Because it would have harkened back to the barbershop and the barbershop window where it's like, you know, Shawn Michaels is like, I've been through this before. You guys are stars here on NXT. You know, you know, I need you guys to kind of be on the same page. Something along those lines, I thought would have played out a lot better than what we saw last night with Bailey. Okay, okay. Well, I was going to originally say, I mean, Shawn Michaels is a good shout because I would say, you know, one reason why people paid attention to that segment and why it was a trending segment, in my opinion, is because Bailey was in the segment. Whereas if it had been a backstage segment with just a, a, one of the backstage interviewers or whatever, people would have seen it, but not as many people would. I, I feel like there were more eyes on it because Bailey was a part of that segment. You know, they were like, oh, shit, Bailey's back on NXT. You know what I mean? So and, and that's not a disservice to anybody at NXT. I don't mean it like that. I just mean that she's a she's stars, WrestleMania, all the things. Now she's been through that system and come back for her, for her to come back to NXT. It's like, oh shit, there's a big star on the show. Um, so it popped, I think it had popped the interest in the segment already, which is why more people were paying attention to it. That's all. That makes sense. David, Tommy. Yes. Going to make you do some homework after the show today. Okay. I want you to go back and watch the barbershop. And not just the turn. If you think about that setup, you know, Brutus Beefcake would come in. He's at a barbershop where we now have a different type of barbershop represented with um, what's his name? Uh, they they all gather at the barbershop in NXT. Um, don't remember their names. Come on now. Where is it? <clears throat> North America, former North American champion, amazing wrestler, wrestled on a million times. Oh, man. Carmelo Hayes? Whatever. There you go. Thank you very much. Um, <clears throat> go back and watch the the barbershop, how Brutus would come strutting into the seg. And then, you know, 
it's different, but it's not. Because I'm telling you, here's, if I'm peeling it back as well, you have to look at how many in-rings do I have? How many in-rings do I have with physicality? How many backstages do I have? How many matches do I have? When you're having a turn like that, you do never want to put that backstage. You know why? Because you're not really going to get the fans' reactions live. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Then if it, you know, if let's say they brought in Carlito for a Carlito's cabana, what is she going to throw her into? A hammock? So it, it was right place, right time, in my opinion. I understand uh, everybody has their different choices um, for what they like, what they didn't like. But like Mickey said, this is her character on the main roster and she can't bring it back when she comes down to NXT because it's, hey, I'm here. This is my presentation and this is what you like about me on Raw. So whatever the situation is, or I mean, if you think about the the classic Andre Hogan turn. All Andre did was walk out. And Hogan's like, brother, what are you doing here? And no, you're not with him. You're not with him. And then what was that, you know, the end of that was made with Piper going, you're bleeding, man, when he ripped the, the cross. Yeah. Um, For I loved when Bailey was selling the violence. If I would have added to that segment, I would have had um, the two women that are with damage control with uh, Bailey. But then it would that have sold the beating that you just got by Lita? Because if they were there and then they did the, well, maybe we're going to go after damage control and people be like, whoa, this is where they're going. This is where they're going. And then all of a sudden, super kick. And then be mm-hmm. like, what? And then Bailey also being the leader could have been like, wait, guys, let's because guess what? There's no more competition that could have been a moment that I felt was a little bit missed if you brought the whole group. But again, Bailey come back. Bailey's a massive star. Uh, I enjoyed the segment and her reactions, the way she was selling it. Like she brought her feet up in the couch and she cringed. And she's also, I don't know if she really does have a, a bad wing, but I felt it helped the segment as opposed to hurting. NFL fans right now on the SXM app hear in-depth coverage of your team with the Believe Podcast Network on Sirius XM. It's all the analysis, all the breakdowns that matter to you. Hosted by the players who play for your team and the fans who eat, sleep, and breathe it. 32 diehard fan bases, 32 podcasts. The Believe Podcast Network on Sirius XM. B-L-E-A-V. Search Believe in, followed by your team on the SXM app, Pandora, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Mickey James's favorite athlete, LeBron James, became the all-time NBA scorer. Big wrestling fan, always would come to uh, events. Stole Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's thunder in an awesome ceremony of the past, recognizing the present. It's a great thing. I recommend you checking out if you're a basketball fan and Kareem Abdul just literally hands over the ball and passes it to LeBron in a very, very nice in-game ceremony. Very excited. (laughs) James Gang, baby. James Gang's representing. Mm -hmm. Might be the most points scored in any sport. Really? It's like 33, something like that. Wow. 33,000. Yeah. That's a lot. 33,000 is a lot of points. Mm -hmm. That's why you get paid the big, big bucks. You know? I agree. Congratulations to LeBron James. Yeah, no doubt. 
big fan, big fan. I wish I was that over. You, you know. Well, you have he more must... championships, Mickey, than LeBron James does. So many more championships than yes. him. Yes, that's true. Yeah, he sold out the Staples Center a couple more times than you have, though. Well, the team did. He and the team. He and the team sold it out. Yeah, that's right. It took more than one. Mickey James. There's no has I more, team. Mickey James has more championships than LeBron James. See, Mickey James thinks about the long-term goals, which is the world championship. LeBron James is selfish player and is thinking about <laughs> just points and not the world championships. Mickey James. How many however, times are uh, you knockout champion? A five time. Mm. Five time. I think five he's time. a four time five NBA time. champion. But you know, five it's time. not just knockouts. He's also what an eleven-time world champion, I believe. Right, Mickey? Eleven-time mm-hmm. 11 world champion. champion. Yeah, five-time uh, LeBron James. women's champion, one-time divas champion. Yes. And for a while there, and at the time, it was it was the first triple crown champion, where I was the only woman to ha- hold every televised women's championship. Obviously not the tag championships that were they were introduced later and then AEW came along later but I was the only woman to have won all those belts the divas the women's and the knockouts that's right so in my in in the way I see it Tommy and listen congratulations to LeBron James yada yada but we love uh, LeBron here yeah he's he's, he's there not to love he's good at what he does there's no doubt but if to me the better James is Mickey James Mickey James over LeBron James, just based on the world championships. And that's what matters. I mean, you don't come into this to get to score points. You come in there to win world championships. And Mickey James has won more world championships than LeBron James, which to me makes her the greater James. I love Well, that. because we're from a wrestling mentality of me, me, me. And shout out to our boss, Eddie Bricelli, big boss man, because he big totally gets man. us now. busted open daily podcast downloads over lebron's career points yeah so once again so that again mickey james is a part of that so once again mickey james the greater james over lebron james he's also worth a billion dollars yeah i think his bank account says otherwise but that's cool well, if you want that's to go fine. to shallow route and just talk about dollars and cents, we could do that. But that's not what we're about here on Busted Open. We're about we're about being Sorry. number one and winning world championships. So, uh, wait, how are the Lakers this year? Did they have a good team? The Lakers this year? They're fighting for the last spot in the uh, the playoff spot. Interesting. And if you go Google his name. Mm-hmm. All NBA confetti comes down on Google. That's next level over. Oh, so oh, they have a big ceremony for LeBron James based on points, but yet his team is barely fighting for the last playoff spot in the NBA this year. Interesting. Once again, Mickey James, your knockouts world champion, who's going to be trying to defend that championship and will at no surrender in Las Vegas, while LeBron James is fighting for the last playoff spot. Interesting to me that he's the best player, but yet is fighting for the last playoff spot, Tommy. Hmm. Once again, Mickey James, the greater James over LeBron James. James the the greater. That's what Andre said. That's right. I'm going to put that on a t-shirt. No, and again, no disrespect to LeBron James. You know, very good player. 
in in the James in the James family B plus player because <laughs> Mickey James A plus LeBron James B plus which is mm. fine that's a nice little spot for LeBron James right uh, Road Dog what is he right right yeah the, where's he uh, at James family he's he's a he's a Hall of Fame he's a he's a Hall of Famer he's a Hall so... of Famer he might be number one he he's might over... have more championships than me. What about Rick James? Oh my God! Yes, Rick James. All right, so all right, so you're, you're you see now you're throwing out a lot because what Road about the Dog, James Gang of Dusty Rhodes and Magnum TA. Road Dog, a better James than LeBron James. Rick James, obviously, a much better James than LeBron James. I don't even know if LeBron James makes my James power rankings. I got that's something I have to think about. I don't even know if LeBron James makes my James power rankings. He might he might be fighting for that last spot like he's fighting uh, for the last spot of the playoffs this year, Tommy. Wow. Cuz not only is Mickey James a world champion right now which LeBron James is not, Mickey James could also sing. She just sang at the Jericho Cruise in front of thousands of people. I haven't heard LeBron James do that. LeBron does have some, uh, so does Shaq. They do have some uh, songs recorded and movies. I'm not arguing here. I mean, I think it's a doo-wop group. Shooby-doo-doo-boop. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) No. I need to go on the NBA channel. The only debate that they really should be having with LeBron James is whether he's the greatest player of all time, him versus Michael Jordan. Did you you see the new Space Jam movie? LeBron Space Jam movie? Shit. Shit Jam. I believe the critics called it Shit Jam. Yeah, he ain't no MJ. Shoopy. Nope, Shit Jam. Well, who scored more points in that career? Who has more world championships, Tommy? Michael Jordan. One guy still playing. This is true. Poorly, because they're barely fighting for the last playoff spot this year. Also had some injuries. I'm going to have What's to go that? on the NBA channel to argue. All right, you, do, you, do, you do you, Tommy. You do you. But, He's a very and, nice guy is what I'm trying to say. I'm, I'm sure he is. one in you the NBA what? and a big wrestling fan. Yeah. Big, nice guy doesn't get you he that last. He should buy the WWE. Nice yeah, guys, nice guys doesn't get you that last playoff spot, though, Tommy. <laughs> hey, what a heel. <laughs> what did LeBron ever do to you? Yep. No, I'm just saying so like So says Dak Prescott as well. I'm I'm just saying that we have our own James here on Busted Open, a world I champion agree. James. Congratulate all right, again, congratulations to LeBron James. Nice little job, you know, taking the ball away from one of the greatest ever, Kareem Abdul Jabbar. That's the one thing the guy's been hanging on all these years, and you took the ball away from him. Good job there, LeBron. Eight seven seven three eight seven seven. Eight seven seven, but yeah, Tommy. To your point, one of our uh, members of our pro wrestling community, big win uh, for him in the points competition uh, last night. Congratulations to LeBron. The points competition. <laughs> Just move forward. Obviously, you don't like the NBA. Move forward. Congra- congratulations to LeBron James. LeBron James. Maybe, maybe next part year of the James Gang. It. We're related. That's right. Maybe. Okay, maybe I'm LeBron- celebrating. If you play a little harder next year, maybe you can try to capture that world championship like Mickey James is your world champion right now.
Hi, everybody. Christopher Mad Dog Russo here. Familiar? You should be. Well, now you can catch Mad Dog's Daily Bite each day as a podcast where you'll hear my thoughts and opinions on the biggest topics around the world of sports, NFL, baseball, golf, NBA, even the hockey. That you know you can count on. That's Mad Dog's Daily Bite. Drops daily anywhere you get your podcasts. And you can also hear me weekdays 3 to 6 Eastern on Mad Dog Unleashed, Sirius XM Channel 82, or anytime on the SXM app. Based on the fact that LeBron James won the uh, point competition last night in so the NBA, <laughs> the NBA, I came up with my James power rankings. Okay. So okay. let's see. Let's see if LeBron makes my James power rankings. Okay. At number at number five, uh, star of one of my favorite sitcoms of the two uh, thousands, uh, Kevin James. Star of Ooh, King of Queens, King of Kevin Queens. James, number five on my power rankings. Plays At number my four, biopic. Plays Kevin me James? in a biopic. Oh. Oh. Goatee, Fatty Dreamer, Fatty James. Was one hell of a UPS driver as well. At number four, <laughs> you know, musical genius, you know, unhealthy person, but definitely was an amazing performer. Uh, Rick James at number four. On my Super James Power ranking. Yep. Super freak me out, yeah. At number three, Hall of Famer, and that's something that LeBron James is not yet. Road Dog at number three on my James Power rankings. Wow. 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 The, the, a little yeah. high? What do you guys think at number three? Road Dog. Road Dog, deservingly so. Okay. All right. At number two, you talk about Hall of Famers and somebody who had an amazing voice. Etta James, number two on my James Power rankings. Oh, yeah. Etta James. And at number one, I'm sorry, LeBron, but our very own Mickey James at number one on my James Power rankings. So, so unfortunately, LeBron, solid number six after after his big win uh, last night. So congratulations. I feel like I'm going to get so much indirect heat for this. Congratulations to all our James. Congratulations. It's good to be a James gang. That's right. You know. And and at number six, LeBron James. But it was my top five. (laughs) So maybe next year, LeBron. And it's official for everybody. uh, During the break, I see Dave, like he's writing stuff down in his book. (laughs) Then he takes it. And then he goes to another piece of paper and then he goes right, turns right around. Look at it. It's an official power ranking. And I'm sure <laughs> nerd put the date and then he turns around and he laminates it. This is real people. Like people ask like, what's, is Dave really like that? Yes. Yes. <laughs> now I noticed, I noticed a lot of nation members that want to join in on the conversation. Uh, and and I, I promise we will get to the nation at some point in hour number three. But I do quickly want to get your guys' take on what we saw Monday between Cody and Paul Heyman. Tommy, uh, you're mentioned in Dusty's book and, you know, the Dusty's time uh, in ECW. What did you think of what went on between Cody and Heyman on Monday night? Uh, it, it was magic. And there's a lot of stories uh, that should be told and hopefully they will be. Um, Dusty coming to ECW was an awesome, awesome thing for me. That's where I got to meet him and we hit it off from the start. He was my idol. He's the reason I got into wrestling. And most importantly, he's my friend. 
and I miss him every day. Um, but uh, all that what was said, that was a real thing. And then you also get it from uh, Cody's perspective where, you know, Cody's a young kid and going from having everything given to him, whatever he wants. And then there was, you know, Dusty Rhodes had fallen on financial hard times and Paul called up Dusty and Paul made sure Dusty always got paid. Um, don't want to tell their stories because it's uh, their stories. I know, I know. There's uh, a lot of them, um, but hopefully the, this will continue to help with the build towards WrestleMania. But Paul um, was had a very, very close relationship with Dusty. Dusty helped bring Paul to WCW when Paul was a kid who shouldn't have been there, as well as Paul was also on the booking committee at one point. And uh, th there's a lot. There, there's some even more heartfelt stories that I hope they just don't gloss over. Um, but it's also, then you look at Paul, Paul using them to get to the heartstrings to show vulnerability towards Cody. Um, don't know if Cody will uh, bow down to that, but that is a very, very touchy subject. Cause you're talking about the man's deceased father who yeah, was right. beloved. And uh, you know, it, it was a, uh, it was an awesome real segment. And I will, I say this all the time, real segments, that's how the business is um, and always should be that direction because it's how you connect people. It was a real, real story that was not fabricated or stretched, which is nice to hear because a lot of times it is, uh, it is not, but it was a hundred percent truth. And then Paul, like the evil heel that he is, had his own little spin and Cody hit it back with truth. I love this segment and I hope we see more. Yeah. It was so good. It really was so good. Cause I think it like really painted the picture. I always look at it too. Like you have to look at the audience. You hope that everybody knows the history and knows the backstory or whatever, but there's probably a fair amount of people, young kids and stuff in that audience that may not know all of that backstory. So they're hearing some of this for the first time, but it took everyone on that emotional roller coaster with them. It really painted the picture of, you know, pretty much how Paul has been a part of Cody's life, pretty much his whole life in that sense, because he helped his dad out and whatever. And it was just, I even got emotional. And, and then to see Paul show emotion or like, well, oh, you really touched me. You know, yeah. you really got to me, threw me off my game here. Um, so I don't know. I, I thought it was so, so good. And it was really, really well done. Um, and it wasn't too much because there's still a ways to go till we get to WrestleMania. You know, it's like, he didn't lay Paul out, you know, or anything like that. It didn't get physical. It was just telling that story. The biggest part of that and was a hundred percent true. Cause I can remember it like it was yesterday. Dusty was, a, was afraid to wrestle at the arena. And he was just like, what if I don't get a reaction? And I remember me and Paul looking at him and we're like, what? And he's like, you know, it's Philadelphia. Blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, huh? And Paul was like, you're the American dream, Dusty Rhodes. Yeah. And right then and there, like, that's what Cody said. And, and that this is key. And, and this is like when we always talk about mental health and, and this industry, Dusty had doubt. And when Paul, when Dusty walked out into Philadelphia and, and Cody said it, you gave my father back his confidence because Dave, and again, this isn't my story to tell, when you lose everything, 
and you will think you're a failure or if you're having hard times or a midlife crisis is a real thing where you start thinking back all your past decisions in your life and where did I get to, but to have lost everything to doing you're on top of the world than doing car commercials so they don't repossess your car. Like you do lose like, huh, what the hell's going on? That's why I always say there's always on your worst day of your life, there's always another day. And, you know, that phone call from Paul helped change the direction. Cause then after that, Dusty was, you know, became more so being Dusty Rhodes and, you know, then starting his own company and then eventually going back to WWE and that, you know, system and then doing all the greatness that he did there. there. There's so many stories to be told. I don't know if they will go that route, but what we saw was magic. But, but again, think about that in, in that small little disgusting building uh, in the ECW arena, Dusty Rhodes had self-doubt, ECW, Paul Heyman, like, and then the moment, and you will see that swagger in him. It was different from the show that he's talking about in Atlanta, but when he walked out there, you, you realize why you're the American dream, Dusty Rhodes. And I, I recommend everyone going on Peacock or YouTube and looking it up because it is magic. And if you think about one of the biggest stars in the industry, uh, you know, Ego, I would always talk to, to Dusty and he'd be like, I'm a super genius. Yes, you are. But that super genius was frail and weak. And other people built him up, Paul Heyman and myself, because that was my guy. That was my, and I, I stood by him through everything. Why? Because without him, there'd be no me. And I love him and I miss him every day. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Catch the full three hours of Busted Open Monday through Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern on SiriusXM Fight Nation, channel 156. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash Busted Open Trial to start your free trial today. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash.